Hey guys, what's going on? It is Monday, April 19th, uh, 2021, uh, approximately 1930, 1730 for all you people who uh, don't use military Zulu time, uh, just chilling out here. Welcome to another podcast episode. If you made it through the first one, congratulations. Hats off to you guys. Uh, yeah. How's everybody doing out there? Hope you guys had a fantastic day. Just another day in the life of, uh, you know, the military, the Air Force. Uh, it was overall, it was a pretty chill day. I was by myself until like 12 o'clock and then this new girl that we have came into our office and uh, it was pretty chill from there. Nothing really happened. Uh, so, yeah. Hope you guys are doing great. Uh, having to study a lot lately. The fun stuff about being in uh, the Air Force is studying for new rank and new responsibilities. Wow, I just belched. Sorry, guys. Oh. Jeez. I just ate dinner, if you can't tell. That's why I'm belching probably so much. Always fun. Uh, yeah. So, let's see what we got here on today's episode, guys. So, I'm thinking about changing the format of this podcast up a little. Last time was like my little trial run, but uh, I think I've got it uh, honed down a little bit better this time. I think I'll maybe cover some topics I thought of during the day. Maybe some random news outlet stuff that I found. You know, keep the audience engagement up. Can't be boring y'all too much with my boring life. Uh, First off, let's start out with what I found out. Or what the Huffington Post posted. Huffington Post posted. I would say news article, not posted. Well, they did post it online. It just feels weird to say Huffington, Huffington Post post. Oh, sorry. This is the Huff Post. Anyway, wherever it comes from. It says, mystery animal in a tree turns out to be a croissant. Yes, a croissant, the delicious French pastry. Can I finish that croissant? When animal rescuers in Poland showed up at the scene, they were able to nab the suspect bread-handed. <laughs> lame, lame pun. A woman in Krakow, wasn't there a concentration camp there? Anyway. A woman in Krakow, Poland, had quite a fright when she saw what looked like a bizarre animal that be hanging in the... Oh, man, I'm bad at reading tree names. Lilac? I think that's lilac. A tree outside her home for a few days. The woman called for help dealing with what she thought might be an iguana in Poland, according to the BBC. When the officers showed up to the scene, they were able to nab the mystery animal. Bread, oh my god, how many times do I gotta read bread handed? It was in the title, why do you gotta put it in this as well? Bread handed, because the animal in question turned out to be a croissant, according to a Facebook post by Krakow Animal Welfare Society. Hmm, the person behind the post theorized the croissant was thrown out of a window. Yeah, no duh. As a treat for the birds in the area, and ended up getting stuck in the tree. This is what I don't understand about the story. Like, 
It's called common sense. Like, the thing's not moving. It's not going to be moving. Why would it be an animal? And even if it was an animal stuck in the... I mean, if you thought it was an iguana at first, I mean, don't iguanas already live in the tree? Like, why would they want to move? There's so many questions I just have for this lady, right? It has nothing... Maybe questions for the croissant. It just makes no sense to me. I mean, this is like if you're driving down the side... You're driving down the road and you see a piece of trash and you call animal services that that's not the first thing that comes across my mind when i'm growing going down the road and i see mcdonald's cup i mean it, it should be to pick it up save the environment but it's definitely not to call the animal shelter like yeah i have eyes i can distinguish fake things from real things like inanimate objects from animals i don't know maybe she's old i'll give her the better benefit of the doubt maybe she's an older lady you know i don't know Hard seeing, hard seeing eyes. Um, although the woman's worry turned about out to be unfounded, she did the right thing because there are people willing to get rid of any animal that causes some trouble or just get bored. The Facebook post said, "It's better to check and be pleasantly disappointed." Oh man, I think she's just trying to justify for looking kind of. Not so smart there in that situation, if you ask me. <laughs> like, can you imagine the cop just shows up and they're like, well, ma'am, you realize that's a croissant, right? I mean, what's she going to be like? She's got to defend herself at that point, so she's got to say something like that. She's got to be like, well, these people are abandoning dogs, so, you know, it's not my fault. Like, place the blame on other people. Don't, don't put it on you for needlessly calling Krakow animal shelter. Man, is it really Krakow, though? Jesus. It's like something you read in a World War II book. Jeez. Anyway. Anyway, moving on. Well, technically, I guess that post was from the BBC. Oh. Interesting, interesting. I think they, I thought they'd be more into croissants here in Germany, but it's, they're just into really, really tough bread for some reason. I'm not really a croissant eater. There's no way to eat a croissant and look manly, you know what I mean? Uh, not that I eat very manly foods. I mean, I eat like protein bars, I guess protein bars are kind of manly, but I don't know, croissants, and the, the, the croissants are flaky, they get everywhere, it's like a nature valley bar, like, eh, it's just not for me. Anyway, that was my first news article of the day. Oh, uh, right about now, I would bring you some sponsors, if I had any. Hint, hint, all, all these sponsors out there. If you don't want to reach your audience, you know who to contact this podcast because you won't reach anybody. Anyway, guys, how's COVID doing? How's COVID out there? Just got my first shot like uh, a couple days ago. It wasn't too bad. Like I didn't feel sick or anything afterwards. You know, those people that are like, oh, you're not a man if you feel sick afterwards, blah, blah, blah. You know, I was pretty mad about it. I didn't, you know, Caught, I'm caught up in my masculinity. I'm not going to a little shot bring me down. 
It's all good. Yeah, I didn't feel I felt okay. I felt a little weird, like maybe after lunch around that time, I felt a little weird, but I don't know. It just felt like uh, a little disorientating. Like I wasn't bad. I wasn't about to like throw up or anything like that. They say it's the second shot that really gets you though. So we'll see guys. Stay tuned. Okay. On to the second story of the week. Right? Yep. April 16th, 2021 is when this was posted. Soccer ball floats from Ireland to Wales. Owner identified. Wait, how would you identify the Alright, well, I guess I gotta read on. Jesus. Impatient much? A Welsh family found a soccer ball washed up on the beach near their home and used Facebook to find the order. The owner, that is, who lost the ball in Ireland. Hmm. Luke Rickard, 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 it's spelled R-I-C-K-A-R-D. I think they pronounce it Ricard over there. I, I don't know. Sounds like a Game of Thrones character. Of, I'm not even going to pronounce this Welsh county. Said he was, is it twin? I, I don't know. Said he was walking on the beach with his daughter Summer when the girl found the soccer ball that had washed up in the sand. The ball bore an address that friend Jane Burden determined was in Drogheda, Ireland? Jesus, it's so funny that well, well, Welsh isn't... I, I get that both of these countries speak English, right? Except for Wales, right? I, they speak Welsh, right? And I mean, okay, yeah. In Ireland, they do speak Irish. But it's like, they're English languages. But, geez, these words would not... Not make it seem like they're English languages. Or maybe they're not English languages. I don't know. But they'd speak English there, definitely. I don't know. Bergen spread photos of the ball on Facebook, including to the local whatever page, the town page, I guess, and soon received a message from someone who said the boy who lost the ball was a neighbor. We were completely shocked that within six hours of sharing the post on local sign page and our local sightseeing Facebook page, the post had made its way back home to the neighbor of the person who owned the ball, who said that his parents have told him that had been, had been found. What? So it's not really from Ireland then. It didn't float across. It's it's just their neighbors, right? Uh, what? The, this makes no sense. Am I lost? Am I reading something wrong? Who? Ay, ay, ay. Soon to receive a message from boy. Uh, I'm pandering. <sighs> well, I guess the neighbor found it. I'm I'm a little bit confused by the story. If I'm being honest with you. Uh, the neighbor of the person who owned the ball, who said that his parents have told him that it had been found. Uh, what did it make its way from Ireland or did the ball return back to his neighbor? Um, who is this? Uh, yeah, this is this story is too much to handle. It's not even uh, 
don't know. That was a bad story, guys. I'm sorry. It was a bad story because it left me mad because I'm not sure if it made its way from Ireland or if it made its way from the neighbor's backyard to their backyard, which that's not impressive. I don't know. Just, just not that interesting. So. Ay, 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 ay. Let's see what we got here. Oh, Lord, Lord. Well, moving on. Sorry, guys. That, that story left me a bit frustrated, to say the least. Uh, next story we have is Stakem starts bizarre Twitter beef with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Hmm. I can honestly say I don't think I've ever had Stakem's. Like, I know they're the frozen food stuff, but like, I just, who goes out and is like, God, I gotta get some Stakem's tonight. I mean, yeah, if you're in college or, like, yeah, you're not from the highest income family, yeah, yeah, okay, maybe I could see that. But it's like, I've never just craved st steakums. Not even that. If you're in college or, like, low-income families, there's better ways to eat than that, I feel like. There's got to be. Like, ramen noodles with, like, mixed... Or is it ramen? Ramen? Ramen noodles? I got corrected on that the other day. With, like, mixed, mixed beef in it is much better than... Uh, than steakums, it sounds like. That sounds gross. I'm sorry, guys, if you're eating steakums out there. Uh, but anyway, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Big fan, actually. What was that show? The Cosmos? That was a good show. Uh, astrophysicist Neil deGrasse Tyson. Recently found himself in a bizarre Twitter beef with, of all things, Steakums. Even stranger, many experts took the side of the processed meat processor. <gasps> no, over Neil deGrasse Tyson. It all started on Sunday after Tyson tweeted out, The good thing about science is that it's true whether or not you believe in it. Uh, well, um, he's a scientist. What is very scientist thing to post? Although the tweet attracted more than 128,000 likes, it didn't get much love from Steakums on Monday night. Steakums said, log off, bro. Damn, that's cold. Steakums is savage. That's pretty, that's pretty hilarious, actually. You know what? Forget anything I just said bad about Steakums like five minutes ago. I kind of want to go out and buy some now. Oh, that's pretty, pretty savage. You know what? That is a great marketing scheme for Steakums or any business. This is what you need to do. You just need to trash celebrities or scientists, whatever. Just like troll them, right? Because we live in the era of trolls, right? If people are just trolling companies and trolling, or not people, but if the corporations are just like trolling people, Maybe people will catch on to that and be like, yo, Steakums is so savage. Let's go buy some Steakums and be savage. So, yeah. Steakum then, sorry, back to the story, guys. Steakum then added a little more meat to its connection, saying that, ironically, Tyson's, Tyson's tweet may influence people to be more skeptical of science in a time of unprecedented misinformation. 
kind of true, I guess. There's a lot to divulge in that. Um, science is an ever-refining process to find truth, not a dogma, Stakem said, adding, no matter his intent, the message isn't helpful. Wow. The, so Stakem uh, tweeted again and said, the irony of Neil's tweet is that the is that by framing science itself as true, he's influencing people to be more skeptical of it in a time of unprecedented information. Science is an ever-refining process to find truth, not a dogma, no matter his intent. This message isn't helpful. That's kind of true, right? If you never question anything, doesn't it always become fact, right? So if science is always true, it's always going to be the fact. I get where state comes is going with this. I really do. But come on, he can't do Neil deGrasse Tyson like that. Oh. The company then transparently admitted the reason for going after Tyson about the difference between science and truth. Spoiler, it involved selling processed meat to home cooks. I told you. Oh, they're smart at Stakeums. Whoever Stakeums marketing manager is, oh my god. He needs to work. He needs a pay raise, dude. Oh. Okay, here's another later tweet by Stakem saying, obligatory thread to remind people that we're a brand selling products, so everything we do is based in self-interest to grow our business. That's true. Man, remember that? I don't know if you guys remember. Maybe some of you guys know. When Taco Bell, I think it was Taco Bell and Wendy's getting into a beef. God, I gotta look that up, I'm sorry. Who, what two company? There were two fast food chains getting into it. Wendy's. I know one of them was Wendy's. I forget. Forget what the other one was. It was another fast food. Wendy's roast. Uh, did they just roast people? Who did they roast? Hmm. Jeez, Louise, I can't find it. I forget. It was it was either Wendy's and Taco Bell. I'm gonna say it was Taco Bell. Roast. Maybe it was. Ah, uh, nah, I, I can't remember, guys. Can't remember if it was Wendy's and Taco Bell or who it was. But uh, yeah, it, it was uh, they were pretty savage. Those guys are marketing well too. It's like if you just are savage to each other on Twitter, people are gonna draw interest to that and like be like, oh, I want to eat some Taco Bell and Wendy's. All right, last uh, last tidbit of information, guys, and then I will probably see. I'll probably sign off here. Illinois man finds 19th century tunnel under home. Hmm. Okay. Uh, an Illinois couple moved into their home in December, made it a, a surprising discovery while repairing their sidewalk, a 19th century tunnel underneath the house. This raises a lot of questions. Gary and Beth Matchin said they moved into Elton home in December. Where the hell is Elton? 
and recently decided to repair a section of sidewalk that had started to slope. But where's Alton? Oh my gosh. Now I... This, this just leads to more questions. More questions than answers. Uh, I'm just gonna put Elton USA and there's probably like 50 cities named Elton. All right, the first one that came up, hold on. Damn it, all right, hold on. Is in Illinois, good Lord. Okay. I'm hoping that's only Elton. Yep, that's only Elton I hear. So I see right here. So, oh, I'm stupid. Why didn't I just read the title of the article? It says, Illinois man finds 19th century tunnel. Oh my God, guys, don't listen to me. P please, please. I, you know, they just say Elton. Oh my gosh. I just made a dumb move. Anyway, Gary's, the scary dude said he had to remove part of the stone wall on the sidewalk to make repairs and then discovered the entryway to a tunnel. He called me at work and said, you better get home. You're not going to believe what I just found. Jesus. A dead body. I don't know. I feel like you got to be careful when you say like something like that to your wife or something. Um... The couple said the tunnel is about nine feet high and at least 60 feet deep. Good Lord. Uh, local historians estimate the tunnel was created in 1840, 50 years before the house was built, but they don't know the original purpose of the structure. Uh, there are a few tunnels around the Alton area like this. Huh. Could have been used on an ice house, a root cellar, or a lot of other options. It could have been used through the Underground Railroad. There's no proof of that, but there was a ferry here in Elton area to the Missouri side, and it's possible. Could have been used through that, he said. Nashin said he hopes to preserve the tunnel and possibly give tours if it is deemed safe in the series to help with the cost. Good lord. That's pretty cool. I mean... Realistically, what are you gonna do with that though if you live there? I wouldn't even want to give tours. Like I'm an old man in that respect. I wouldn't want people coming to my house, knocking on my doors, being like, Are you the tour guide? Like that's annoying. But obviously I've never heard of Elton, so who's really going to Elton to get tours of a tunnel? Uh, now that's just me not being able to read an article and retain what state I was talking about. Anyway, yeah, that's all. Uh, it's all in the news. All in the news. I don't know. Uh, I feel like you'd get a lot more visitors if you said it was the Underground Railroad. I feel like that guy just threw that tidbit in in there to try and draw more tourists to his spot. Not a bad idea, but. Who knows if that's true? Hmm. Anyway, guys, that's the podcast for tonight. Uh, gotta go uh, probably change here, play some Zelda a little bit. Gotta clean up the house a little bit. It's getting kind of gross. 
usually at my girlfriend's on the weekends. Uh, when I come back, it's kind of dirty. I don't really clean up sometimes. Uh, you know how it is. One guy in a house. It happens. So, with that being said, hope you guys have a great couple of days or however long it takes till I get back on here. 